Hi, welcome back to another episode of the Tea Podcast. This is Zhao Dong here. And this is Hui Yi. Hey, yay! Uh, what's up? How's everything, Hui Yi? It's okay. There's a typhoon coming today. <laughs> and I... Uh, actually, this will be your first first encounter with typhoon, right? Not really. I've encountered one in Taiwan before, but then that one was quite mild. So I didn't really feel anything. So apparently, this is a Category 2 typhoon. That's coming, I think, tonight or tomorrow. So uh, we'll see. Okay. And then I also okay. just realized today that my house is actually leaking. So let's see how it holds up after this whole. Time. Oh no! Yeah. Okay, I hope I hope your 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 flat doesn't get flooded tomorrow. Yes, yeah, no, I'll be swimming in my but, flat already. <laughs> no, don't say that. Hey, with all the <laughs> the news coming in, also from the other part of China, it's quite sad to see. Uh, you know how nature's at work and can really cause some serious destruction so yeah it's quite sad uh but yeah don't uh, I, I suppose you can't head out the entire day tomorrow right because it's quite dangerous to head out i think it'll be worth experiencing being in a natural <laughs> disaster so <laughs> wow the spirit of a vlogger truly yeah, i think what and film for my viewers <laughs> my 100 subscribers <laughs> on youtube wait for my video <laughs> <laughs> from her from her window like she'll be putting her GoPro just outside the window okay this is the winds no, very I, strong I, I need to go rain, out it's not just through my window I have to go out for my viewers <laughs> stop don't do that this is very high very very dangerous because I always see video clips uh, like in Typhoon where like there'll be falling windows that's the first thing and then trees being uprooted that's like even more severe and then like cars get overturned yeah, that's true. I hope that my windows don't shatter, I guess. Yeah. Okay, I mean, it's just falling windows. Not really... It's not to the extent that it will shatter because that's more like frequency, right? Mm. Yeah. See how okay, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, ho- I, ho- I hope your, your entire flat stays uh, intact. And of course, more, most importantly, stay safe tomorrow. Okay? Yeah, I Sorry. will. How about great, you? Great. How and has... Sto- huh? How has your... And you're stocking up on all the supplies, right? May not have enough water, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay, I can teach you a new new trick. No. Uh, there's a very age old trick to to generate drinking water. No. Very very easy. Don't want. You get a kettle, you pour in the tap water, no. and then you boil the kettle. That's how you get drinking water. I see. In case you suffer tomorrow. I Great. see. Life hack. Okay. Thanks. Anyway, how's your <laughs> your working week in Singapore? Uh, I think this week. It's been uh, slightly slow, uh, slightly slower. I have uh, not as many uh, shoot days, so I've been um, resting or doing a lot of uh, random stuff, I guess. But uh, yesterday, I just uh, was in the discussion panel to discuss the topic that we like to discuss today, but I'll save that for later. Uh, today, just today, I have not stepped out of my entire house, not even taken a single step. I took uh, grab delivery for lunch, and I practiced violin after a two weeks break, so... Yeah, that uh, sums up my life pretty much. You know, the strange thing is that on my off days, when people ask me what do I do, I don't really have a good answer to tell them. Like, what do I really do? It's okay. I think I, I just stay at home and just watch a lot of uh, stuff. La. It's fine. I mean, if you're tired of during your off days and you don't want to do anything, it's totally fine. This reminds me, you know, last time when I was still in Singapore, um, for me, I like to fill my weekends up with a lot of things to do. 
then I have yeah. this friend, uh, then um, she, she, we were sharing uh, like, um, what do we do during like weekends and then she likes to chill and do nothing on weekends and then like, uh, I think it's totally fine, just depends on how you want to spend your off days. So, even if you did nothing, yeah. I think it's actually doing something which is helping you get recharged for the rest of the work week, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean, I understand that, that the mindset of, you know, nothingness is also fine because it recharges your body and mind. But at the same time, I also be thinking like, yeah, maybe I should be doing something more of a conscious effort to record, to journal down my days. Just quick pointers. Otherwise, whenever someone asks me, what have you done for the week? I'll be like, my mind goes blank. Like, like it's like a goldfish memory. I really don't remember what I've done. Um, except for the work that's been planned uh, for me. That's one thing I realised. Mm. Wow. Okay. Okay la, I mean, if you want to journal, then start a journal la. Then just write down things, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, uh, that's true. Great. Uh, so, uh, for this week's topic, actually, as I was uh, saying just now. So, yesterday, I went on this uh, Mandarin discussion panel, a Chinese discussion panel, right? Mm. With, uh, I would say, a total of about 9 to 10 people. It was live stream on uh, Facebook. And it's also, will be aired on Channel 8, uh, I think next week or so. It's called uh, Frontline. Oh my god, I don't even know what's the English word for the program. It's called Qian Xian Kai Jiang Er. So essentially, they just want to discuss something that's um, that's uh, closer to us or just, just about society in general, right? And the topics that we had yesterday was, do you think the youths in our generation are dreaming? Or do you think we are really just daydreaming? Like, are we really pursuing our dreams or are we just daydreaming? Because like, you know, most of the time, you know, uh, we like to dream big and, you know, we don't really have like, take specific actions against it and then just every day we just yell to the world that I want to do this, I want to become this, I want to, you know, be that by a certain age. So, are all these thoughts and ideals really practical and pragmatic and, you know, should should someone just tell our generation or the youths, uh, the people who are younger than us, like, to just wake the F up? Mm-hmm. And just before this recording, right, it's quite interesting, I was asking who it was, who is dream, and I'm surprised she had an answer, usually she doesn't. So what's your answer for you? I have no dream. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not asking what you had. What you dream of yesterday? <laughs> I dream of what I dream of. I am kidding. Okay, I know what you're talking about. What do I? It's a of recent revelation. Do. I don't know. It could be you know just one of my usual, like short obsessions <laughs> again. But then I want a house yeah. to myself. <laughs> Yeah! Wow! Wow! Actually, actually, uh, there's nothing wrong with uh, wanting to own a house. Why? Why do you? Why do you feel so? First thing, yeah. First thing is, why do you feel so slightly embarrassed or ashamed? To not, it's not. It's not that I am embarrassed. I guess more like um realizing that what I want, what me, what I may seem to want in life, kind of changes every now and then, I guess, because it's like, oh, a few months ago, it's like, oh, I want to come to China, I want to work. And then after being here for less than six months, it's like, oh, now I want my own house, kind of thing. And it's not just a house, I want like a permanent, like, long-term house, kind of thing. You know? 
Okay, okay, but uh, how how do you arrive at that though? Like, what changed in the middle to, to let you have this uh, dream all of a sudden? Uh, okay. I, I mean, I wouldn't call it a dream, but okay, maybe it is a dream. But anyway, um, I don't know what changed. I don't know. It's like yesterday, one of our housemates was decorating or like looking for decorations for his new SF home, right? <laughs> it's like, whoa. Okay. And then, okay, I mean, that's not the only thing. It's because like when I came yeah. here, I also furnished my new house, ma. Then it's like, oh, yeah. actually, I want to make it nicer. But then I think to myself also, what is the point? Because I'm going to be here for a short term also. So it's the, these yeah. kind of things. Lah. It's like, oh, I've been like furnishing my own short term house. My friend has been... Yeah furnishing his new house then a lot of my friends are having their own houses and it's like I, I mean it's, mm, I'm not sure if it's like peer pressure or like just wanting to be like everybody else but it's just something I feel like it would be nice to have my own living space lah, I guess yeah would, would it be the same if I were to get you to Let's say someone were to give you a sum of money and say that, Hey, Hui, I have a new house. I have no money for ID, but I have some money. Can you help me furnish up my house? Would that give you the same joy or like achieve the same thing to you? Is that the same? No, it's not the same because I don't get to live in it, right? So, what is the point? So, so the point is having your own space that you call yours and, you know... Okay, maybe ideas, the interior designs and furnishing is secondary. It's much more like a space, a rectangle on this world that is yours. mm, Sounds very materialistic, but I guess you can put it that way. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. As in, I was also trying to uh, find out what is the point of um, embarrassment or feeling like slightly ashamed. But I think it's fine. I mean... I mean, like, it doesn't have always have to be like, oh, I want to save the world, I want to bring impact to this world. I think having a house, whether is it like, you know, like you say, influenced by the friends around you, or seeing other people's social media, or even like, you know, feel that, I don't know, at first I, I thought you were going to tell me that, oh, it's an age thing, like, I'm coming of age, and I realised that, yeah, I'm old enough to own a property of my own. Then, uh, I thought all these, um, I think, whatever the reason is fine, I think it's also normal for anyone to want to own a house. I mean, I would love to own a house uh, one day as well, uh, especially in Singapore where like, it's so like freaking expensive to get one, mm. right? Would it be in Singapore then, you reckon? Of course, because I'm going back to Singapore for the long run, I guess. Yeah. Okay, yeah. actually, I don't know. I mean, like, plans <laughs> can change, right? And I think it's also cause like after staying in this own my own this rented apartment for a few months, I think it's actually nice to have your own personal space, lah. I mean, yeah. is that nobody? I mean, I mean, not that staying with my family is bad, but then it's that you get your own space to do a lot of things. Yeah, I understand. Then um yeah, I think it's that 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 yeah lor, probably. Yeah, I totally, I totally understand where you're coming from, actually. Like, having your own private space, especially, you know, when we are no longer young. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. Cool, yeah, cool, cool. you get to cook also. You get to make a mess of your own house and nobody's there to, <laughs> like, uh, talk about, yeah, clean up your room, that kind of thing. So. Yeah. 
maybe the motivation here is also more like um having authority to having ownership of a space of your own lah, rather than living under your parents' roof, right? Maybe, maybe. But yeah, I mean, it's not like it's a, yeah, no specific timelines, I guess. It's more like, would be nice to have my own house, full stop, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially like in Singapore where most of us have to live with our parents for like, I would say a large part of our life maybe 25 to 30 years minimally for um, mm-hmm. a lot of people so I think yeah having our space is, is great it's great well do you think well I definitely don't think it's a daydream for you then cause owning a house shouldn't be that hard for you I think I think I don't know I might I, be wrong but yeah I don't know I mean honestly I haven't really looked into prices and stuff or so much <laughs> okay okay yeah so what about you? Like, okay. what are you doing? Think, What's your dream? I th- no, but back to this before we move on. I think bef- for a one-bedder or one-studio apartment, if that's what you're looking at, I think you're definitely able to afford it, like, I think. For, I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, put, it up, put out some estimations right there. I mm-hmm. think it shouldn't, shouldn't be that hard. Even if it's hard, I would say that. Even if it's not now, I would say that you'll achieve it within three to five years easily. Yeah, would, would you... Yeah, you agree, right? Mm, I mean, I really haven't looked into prices, so I can't say for sure. But, but I Don't mean, worry, yeah. I, I, I know the prices, so I can decide for you. Don't worry, you, you got okay. this for you. Okay, you got you this. for me. Okay, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Decide my housing. Correct. So, then, what about before owning a house? What was the dream? I don't know, I don't like to call things as dreams, but they are more like mm. goals. It's like, I think like mm-hmm. dreams okay, are yeah. like, you're just um, dreaming about them, but then if you actually set them as goals, right, then there's actually something that you are actually working towards. Lah. So I guess yeah. previously, mm, I think there are both short-term and long-term goals, right? Like long-term goals, yeah. I'm quite convinced that it's really to be around people that I care about and to care for people around me who matter to mm-hmm. me that that's really mm-hmm. my long term short term I guess is really more of like exploring and experiencing a lot of new things and then like one of the things that I achieved was actually to work at TikTok because I really wanted to work on a TikTok product given some reasons or my own experiences yeah. So yeah, previously there were those, and uh, now it's more of like still living day to day, not getting anywhere near my long term goal. But that is okay, cause I'm living my short term goals. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, I mean the the long term goal to me sounds more like your life uh mission statement. I would say I'll call it that. But when you achieve your short term goal, right, which is to work for the company that you love to almost like a dream company for their short term goal so is there a difference between the expectations and reality I think it's more like before you actually experience it you would kind of like glorify it to a certain extent also but then after you yeah then when you kind of like get into the everyday routine 
it's just like any other job uh, I mean I mean at least for me when I look for jobs is that it has to uh, be a product that I actually like or I'm actually passionate about so it's not that I dislike my work I look forward to going to work anyways so it's not a problem for me now I guess yeah so on the parts that you might have glorified or you might have thought too nicely of how do you adjust yourself you know to reality uh i think like generally for work wise um is to make 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 peace with the fact that wherever you go you're gonna face similar problems uh. it's like it's just whether or not you want to uh, solve them at this particular company it's like oh you yeah. face blockers in this particular company but then if you mm. go anywhere it's gonna be different blockers ma. so do you just wanna avoid them or do you wanna stay and tackle those problems yeah. I guess I see yeah I think I think one key thing that for takeaway for those who are you know having a job right now is also that um the problems that you face at this company may or may not be solved at the next job or the next company, but you'll be faced with like another set of issues. Doesn't mean big doesn't mean like big companies means they have like they wouldn't have the issues. Uh they might not have the issues that you face, but they have a complete set of different issues which are also problems or like blockers and obstacles to what you want to achieve, I'll say. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean simply put. Like back in our company back then as a startup, the most commonly cited blocker is always like, oh, no budget. We don't have enough budget. The next is not enough manpower. We don't have enough engineers to work on this. So sorry. So these are the two like highly most cited. When most cited are blockers whenever you want to achieve something within the company. But if you were to move to the company, the other company, big company, yes, maybe they might be able to solve some of your budget issues. But at the same time, the manpower will always be the manpower will always be limited in any ways. So it's in the end it's just like how do you work around it? How do you get buy-ins? How do you prioritize your projects? Uh among other projects to solve. So yeah, what I'm saying here is that you can never run away from the problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah. So I unless mean, unless you change something like completely like, different, like me. Yeah. So what's your dream and have you achieved that dream my dream is to own a red car by age 26 which you and have done so I'm glad I done no 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 <laughs> no la. Uh, well I, I think I think like you say short term long term goals um, oh before that I'd like to share that I once had a dream and I succeeded in taking uh, in achieving that dream or that goal whatever, whatever you call it and it didn't turn out well it didn't turn out as I expected so it's quite simple. Uh, it's basically in A-levels. I studied freaking hard. And I'm, I had my minds and eyes fixed on getting to a business school. Um, because, you know, I thought that that was what I was meant for. You know, I think all my life I was meant for doing business. I was good at talking. You know, I'm good at marketing, sales. Business course would fit me perfectly. Right. I guess I just didn't have enough research back then. Uh, I also love math, by the way. I don't hate math at all. So I studied my asses off for A's. Uh, I got some A's and I uh, got into a business school. And fact is, 
I think I kind of hated it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I kind of hated it. Um, not, I think hate could be a strong word here, but it's more like I think I might have glorified a lot of parts about business school and I might have a lot, a lot of mis- misunderstandings with business school. But of course, I think in today's episode, I'm not here to rant on or to, you know, or to, you know, drop some troll sheets on uh, this business course or business majors or whatnot. But what I'm saying is that it is possible that whatever you are envisioning yourself to be getting might fall really, really, really short to your reality. And sometimes you have to just settle for it or like just, um, what's that? Yeah, just come to face with it, lah. So, but it's a very, very small thing, lah. Actually, mm. yeah. So, uh, that was before that. Um, so if you're choosing your majors, be wise. Okay, maybe wise is not a good word here, cause a lot of people choose different majors and still end up doing great things in life. So, yeah. But moving on, uh, short term, long term goals. For the short term goals, actually, it's more like um. First step is definitely achieving financial freedom. I've been uh, wondering and looking at different ways to do that. Uh, that would be the first short-term goal, hopefully to be done within the next 10 years. Because mm-hmm. um, after I achieve that, then next will be to create a solution that impact many lives, mm-hmm. I hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so these will be the two things. Can you do them concurrently? Yes, you can, and yes, you might. Uh, you might succeed in doing that if you are able to combine these two things together. Um, but otherwise, that will be the priority to first uh, achieve financial freedom, and then to you know eventually create something that impact many people. I see. So, like back to your main question on like, uh, daydreaming or actually working hard to achieve the dreams. So, um, why is there even the stance that people are actually daydreaming and not doing something to achieve what they want? Yeah, I think I think it might not occur. It might not be applied to the people around us, but it's more like let's say, um, okay, you see, some people might ha- might not be able to think more pragmatically or like practically, uh, with their current situation. Say, you know. I only have $50 in my pocket. <laughs> $50 in my pocket. And say that I want to chase to do, to become something that is quite far-fetched. Um, I don't know, like a pop singer. I'm not even sure if this is a valid example, but um, let's say a pop singer uh, or uh, something else like, like um, I want to be a doctor perhaps. Whereas like, realistically it's quite hard for the conditions to be achieved although you know um so therefore the stance is that a lot of the 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 youths or the people in our generation are pursuing dreams um without thinking it through i think that was the that's how the stance came about of course uh as the as to the listeners who are listening to this episode and as to like hui and i i think most of us would choose to stand on the side where like we believe that we are chasing our dreams and we have the right to do that. But surprisingly, in the online poll yesterday, um, many of them actually stated that the youths or people in our generation are actually daydreaming. So I think to a lot of them, they, they feel that you know we are just doing nothing or we're not doing anything of importance or we're not really 
we're all just words and no action. That could be the stance or that could be the rationale they're coming from. I see. But what, I mean, why do, what, what makes them feel that way though? That um, people are just daydreaming. I think one of the few few examples that was raised last night is also like, okay, say for instance, um, if you like to say that, you know, I care about the environment, I'm going to use paper straws, I'm going to start using plastic straws, I'm going to use, you know, recyclables. But all these stuff, like, to, to claim that you want to save the environment or you want to claim that you want to, you know, save the world by doing that, they, they felt that this is a daydream. Like, hello, like, who are you to be, you know, contributing or, like, so sort of making impact on, on problems that is as global as that? So that could be one. Uh, that's one of the examples raised, lah. I see. Mm, I mean, in a simplistic yeah. way, what I feel is that. I mean, yeah, daydreaming can be a word for it, but maybe it it just means that these people don't want it enough, don't want it enough to save the environment, don't want it badly enough to be a pop singer, that kind of thing. First is that. Yeah. I mean. I understand we all start from different backgrounds. We have different privileges. We are very, like, um, uh, 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 what? Uh, sorry, we are very blessed to have what we have. Um, but if most of our people that we address are actually a Singapore um, audience, uh, I don't yeah, yeah, think definitely. that we do have the capability to actually make things happen if we want it badly enough and we, we may fail along the way which I think is fine but it's more like how badly do we want something to actually try and achieve that that something I guess yeah yeah I know I know I'm totally with you Um, there was another example that was raised it's basically like you know who do you think you are to be chasing dreams like Sure, I mean, if you don't have, you know, the given conditions physically, like you have families to support or like if you have commitments to to, to bear on, who do you think you are to be chasing dreams? Like, like do you not care about your family or like do you not care about people who need you to, to support them? Like, so that was also the things like that. It's who do you think you are, but then again, who are they to judge somebody else on their decisions anyway? I think that people are free to mm. do whatever they want like people others may feel like you need to take care of your family but then we are also not in other mm-hmm. people's shoes to kind of like and for in this specific case it's like what people do or care about their families mm. versus achieving their own dreams anyway so yes people can feel or judge that our generation may not be doing things but Again, you just do what you want as long as you are not harming lives, I guess. That's my stance on a lot of things. But then on the point of, let's say, you you have parents to feed, you know, you might have kids. Sure, I mean, I don't know, like, somehow, let's say you have, you, you need to bear a huge amount of responsibilities on your financially. But do we still encourages youth to be chasing dreams. Like, I mean, like how do you how do you balance this? That that I think is up for them to decide themselves, right? Like it's up to them to decide for themselves whether or not taking care of their families 
uh, or chasing after their own dreams is their direction or decision to take. We may think that um, like taking care of families is uh, of course the more um, like right decision um, but again we are not them. They may have different priorities than us so I'm not sure if we should just like flat out decide that they should not be chasing their dreams but rather taking care of their families if it's an either or decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. And, and then another one that was raised is also like, you know, you're fresh out of the school, you're fresh out of the education system, you have no skills, no experiences, you have, you don't even have a strong, uh, you know, a strong interest or like you're not even sure what you really, really want to do for the rest of your life. Like what makes you think that this first dream that you're taking on or this dream that you're taking on would be worth it or is something that you can do, right? So the advice would be like, you know, you maybe head out, take on a few jobs, then you understand what you do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what do you think of this? Mm, you will never know uh, your life. You mean you have such a, I mean, assuming average, you have such a long life in front of you. So, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't have to be that your first job would be the one, but it's more like trying out new things, uh, which is exactly what you just mentioned. Uh. So, yeah. So, so the idea here is that to, to go against, so that means on, on the defense side uh, of this argument, it basically means that, yes, you shouldn't just go out and chase your dreams. You should just go out, work for a few years, maybe when you're in your mid-30s or in your 30s, okay, maybe not at a certain age. But after that, go, down, go out there, get some years of experience, and then chase your dream. That, that is the counter-argument that was raised as well. What do you think of this? I think it depends on individual law. Like, if you can do both at the same time, go ahead. If you think that this route of not chasing it first, but then later unlocks the capability for you to do after, then it's also your decision. I don't think there is a one-size-fits-all kind of thing. It's really up to individuals, what situation they are in, um, how motivated they are, actually make their goals happen so yeah 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 i'm quite lucky lucky because this is exactly how the discussions went last night so uh your answers were fairly similar to the to the um points that was raised by my team as well so in the end i think the conclusion is that um it depends on first it depends on how badly you want to chase after this dream next is that you got to figure a path to take on to their dreams and then third is it would be great if you can figure a transition way of doing that. So we also raised like what you said, right? You can be doing a 9-to-5 job that maybe you want to get out of. Um, and then out of this 9-to-5, you should be, you know, putting in hours for the dreams that you want to do. Could be songwriting, could be making music, could be drawing, baking, whatnot. So these will be the steps that you take to achieving your dreams and, I don't know, eventually become a full-time job or like um something that makes uh gives you a living right so yeah yeah okay i, I think i think we, we practically summarized what was the discussion that happened in chinese in the entire hour yesterday i guess cool yeah so what about yourself if we were to meet the 20 year old hui who's fresh out of college what would you tell the hui yourself back then 
think we've had this conversation of this recording, but I probably wouldn't tell her anything much because I don't think I worried much about life at 20 years old anyway. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember you saying this exactly. Why am I asking you something? <laughs> what about you? What will you okay. tell your 20 year old self then? I can't remember what I. What I said, but I think I'm going to say the same thing. I'm just going to tell him to worry less and enjoy more. Mm. Yeah. Although I'm already, I was already enjoying a lot back then. But Indeed. Just enjoy even more. <laughs> um, I'm also going to tell him that there will be some setbacks and some things that make you sad. But it's okay. You'll pull through it. Like what things? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, just, you know, life happens. Mm, I see. Life yeah. happens. Life happens. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, so that that's that. Cool. Because, interestingly, uh, I was asking Hui Yi, like, you know, because I was jokingly joking with her that Hui Yi, for the last 12 months, 12 to 18 months, she's been oscillating between two states. <laughs> she wants to go to China and she wants to go to Singapore. <laughs> These are the two states that she's always oscillating between in. So so that's why I actually did ask her before the podcast, like, oh, do you regret going to China since you want to come home quite badly? I mean, of course, you do miss home, just like anyone do, right? So mm, what's no. your answer? No, because through this yeah. one year of making some decisions and then finally leading me to China, right? I think there are some things that I have gained out of it and I wouldn't have met the people or have that experience if I didn't make my way to China so in the end I think like I'm still very very grateful to be where I am even though now I really want to be back in Singapore I guess yeah I see yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, correct. Like what we say, like every step you take forward is, uh, I would say a learning experience. There are never failures, which is very, very similar to. Oh, it's okay, Hui. Oi. Why well, you're not supposed to Bebe. say that during the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. No, we're keeping it real for this podcast. Nothing is edited out. <laughs> but yeah, that, that it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. But it's good. It's good. I mean, this experience really led Hui to know that. She missed home, right? And she missed her friends uh, back home. And, and it's great. It's great that she's even more grateful than ever that she cherished her her, her small country that has nothing to do. small <laughs> country. Uh, that doesn't even have uh, anything that you can do on a weekend. Um, yeah, but we, we, we talked about a lot of things we can do, right, in the other episode. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of things you can do in Singapore. Most of it is it eating, became... lah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It became it became a West Side versus East Side episode for for whatever uh. reason. <laughs> uh yeah. Um yeah, so so that's that. So so I think to to bring that point back onto track, uh to this topic as well, it's also um for those who are listening, every step that you're taking now, every um so called set setback or failure that you might face in the future, you know, don't see them as failures. Uh because like what we say is they are just good learning experiences and lessons for you to pick yourself up and you know be a stronger and better person going forward so 
Yeah, lor, yeah, lor. Don't, don't think so much. Oh, yeah, like her eyes are just so red now. Oh my god. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, but I am not That's upset. A... I guess. You're thinking. I am. You're missing home. Yeah. Generally, a very emotional person. <laughs> but I am. Out of uh... Yeah. Huh? What? Yeah. What do you say? No, no. I am yeah, you're fine. missing home. Yeah, that's all. Full stop. It's okay, it's okay. You'll be back soon, you'll be back soon. Uh, we can do a face-to-face uh, podcast. What do you mean? You, you just said you don't even want to meet me when I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> I did I did not say that. What do you mean? I did Should we even that. meet? <laughs> okay, no, no, no. We don't need to meet. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? No, I did not say that. I said that jokingly. Come <laughs> on. You know me. <laughs> every joke has an ounce of truth to it. <laughs> <laughs> Please. I know you did not come back to Singapore for me. You came uh, here for your family, uh, your friends. Indeed. What do you mean? You're my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Are we still friends? We haven't chatted for two weeks. What do you mean? We just spoke last week. <laughs> right, right. But the two weeks before that? I don't know. Yeah. You were too busy with your Chinese movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good, good. When you're back, I'm going to test you on uh, on your Mandarin proficiency. Yeah, sure. We'll I think we can improved. actually have a full conversation in Mandarin already. Oh my god, we will do it on a podcast live and then we will see uh, how strong is uh, Hui's sure. Chinese proficiency. Sure, you know, sure, sure. Just to give you some context, she actually sent me, uh, sometimes, you know, Hui sent me some stuff to, to translate. Uh, these are just conversational stuff that her colleagues sent her. And then when I was looking at them, I'm like, actually, I cannot really understand whatever they're saying as well. I thought my Chinese was good. Um, I guess I guess I'm wrong. So different, uh, different. so yeah, I'm pretty sure Hoi has improved a lot, especially in all the technical jargons. Yeah, depends. So how do you say, huh? Yeah, what do you say? Depends actually. Depends because just yesterday I had a tech review session with my engineers. They were going so fast yeah. in Chinese that like I think my engineer noticed my blur face, and then <laughs> his chi- his English is not very good, but he switched to English for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in Hui's perspective, it, the 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 meeting went from two times speed to zero point five speed. Yeah. Be, uh, yeah, you can actually go faster. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yep. That's just wow. some interesting. Wow, I like... still cannot imagine how you survive the hundred percent. I mean, close to majority Chinese environment. Uh, I mean, not Chinese in terms of race, but like just the Mandarin, the language. It's okay, ma. I mean, because I think mean, for both of us, we speak Mandarin at home anyway. So it's not that we are not familiar with this language. And then if there's any technical terms, you can usually use them in English anyway. Like so far, I've only noticed some people struggling to speak with me in English, I guess. It's like this particular engineer who's not in my team, but then he has to support my team on a feature. Like when I go and speak with him about things, I realize that he doesn't, he, he can understand English, but he cannot really speak English. So a lot of oh. times when he explains technical jargons to me, right, I try and guess what he's saying and then say it back to him <laughs> in English. And then he'll be like, mm, oh no, that's not, that's something like that. So, oh. yeah, that, that's how oh, we communicate, okay, okay. actually. But, oh, wow. Interesting, interesting. I've had interesting conversations also with people because they cannot, 
they have the doubt that I am not from China, but then they also want to find out where I'm from. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I get very interesting answers when people ask me like, uh, are you from China? Like uh, where are you from? You know, I've had like yeah. different answers. I mean, I mean different responses to that. What are some of the answers that are furthest away? The furthest away? No, 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 not really furthest. I mean, some guess that I am from Japan, Korea, oh, Mal- okay. Malaysia. Okay, wow. Um, okay. And uh, 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 some guess that I am from China, just that probably because they assume I studied overseas, that's why my Chinese is so bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, are, those are have some you... of the answers I got. Yeah. Have you have you met a fellow uh you know person from China like China Chinese and then he or she can't speak Mandarin as well? Not in this, uh no that engineer that I told you about lah, that he's full Chinese, and then but he oh. can understand my oh, not only him there's another designer also then I had a lot of trouble trying to tell this designer what I was thinking of. So. <laughs> okay. That's kind of funny. I see, I see, I see. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah. That's about it. Got it, got it. Great. Uh, we'll do that full Mandarin episode. Um, but I'm not sure how many percentage of the listeners will, will be able to understand. But we'll do a, we'll do a mini test. That'll be fun. Uh, when she's back in Singapore. Coolios. Um, yeah, we have come to the end of uh, this week's episode. Um, well, if you have anything for us... Do let us know at our Instagram handle, which is the.t.podcast. If you haven't, uh, follow us on Instagram to give us a follow. Uh, if you want, if you like, we really appreciate you that you can share this episode to, I don't know, people who might find this interesting. And you can also follow Hui Yi on her Instagram, which is... Shanghai. Yeah, for all her adventures and thrills and funs and also a typhoon uh, videos on Instagram and you can also follow me on Sertongtio on Instagram yep that's it we'll see you at the next episode bye bye <laughs> bye <laughs>